Welcome. You are now tuned in to Real Estate Investing Women podcast. Laura and myself, Liz, are a mother-daughter team that has a combination of lifetime experience as Laura has over 33 years of experience in the real estate investing business, but also with a modern vision and approach by myself, Liz, a newer investor of five years. Combined, we created a winning formula. We are dedicated to empowering women as they start the real estate investing journey by offering a supportive community of like-minded women, up-to-date training and strategies, and showing you how to build a real estate investing business of your dreams around your lifestyle. We are going to share with you the real deal as it comes to real estate investing. So listen in, and today we will address a specific topic and answer your burning real estate investing questions. Be sure to email in your questions to be featured at questions at realestateinvestingwomen.com. Let's get started. Okay, great. So um, for the ones of you that have not been here before, on usually it's the first Monday, but because of the holiday, we're doing it today. Uh, we do what we call the mindset call. And uh, this is about something that we hear a lot of, uh, you know, from our students or people that we interact on, on the group that, you know, they're maybe struggling with or some things that I feel like maybe uh, are helpful to everybody. Um, so the topic today and, uh, is how to finally have a breakthrough and then keep up the momentum. Uh, one of the things I want to say, you know, sometimes, and I, I know too, you know, I'm listening to mindset every day. I always work on it. And, you know, after years of doing this, you, it's very rare that I hear something new. Um, but at the same token, you hear it, you know, sometimes it has to come in from a different direction. Or it has to come in at a time in your life where you feel like, you know, resonates with you more. Because I remember back in the 80s, reading Think and Grow Rich, and that did not resonate with me at all. You know, just like, so just far off the left field, there was not even something I would consider. And so then I picked up the book a few years ago. And actually, now I found it simplistic in a way because uh, I've been reading on that type of things for a long time. But, you know, again, different authors, different people, different messages get you through you different. So that's why even if it seems repetitive is sometime, sometime somewhere you're going to get something that's going to click and make sense for you. Okay. And so what I'm going to share with you this evening is not particularly new, but hopefully it will give you some type of aha moment, right? Um, one of the things is, uh, let's talk, first of all, about having a breakthrough. Um, one of the, the favorite quotes that I like, it says, you know, um, your breaking point is your breakthrough point, right? So meaning that you're going to get to a point in your life, in your, um, you know, career, in anything that you do. Let me, hold on, let me switch my microphone here, it might be a little better. Um, so there is something that will happen in your life that is, that's it, you've had enough, you know, you want to make a change. A lot of us get comfortable in whatever we're doing, you know, even if we wanted to have a different life, or we wanted to do something different, or we would like to have more money, whatever the case might be. But at the same token, we know where we are right now, and we're comfortable with it. We're comfortable with, um, you know, the job that we have, we're comfortable in, uh, 
having the money that we expect every month. We're, com we're just comfortable, right? And that's why when you get to a point that, you know, you just have to walk away from it. When you get to a point, it's like, you know, I will prefer living under a bridge if I have to do this one more day. That's when you have your breakthrough, right? So you have to get to the breaking point. And, uh, and I know a lot of us have been there could be that we've been there in a relationship. You know, we were with somebody, we were married to somebody and one day say, oh my God, no, I don't, you know, I'm, I cannot be in this marriage any longer, right? Or you are, you were in a situation on a job that you said, you know, I cannot go to work one more day here. Whatever the case, I know a lot of you have had that experience. So when you get to that point, it's definitely easier to make changes, but you don't have to get to the point necessarily, okay? Um, the easiest way is, you know, you have to basically, if you want to make changes, drastic changes in your life, let's say that, you know, you're sitting at home and you have the, the job and you say, oh my God, I wish I could travel the world and work from anywhere and not have any bills and don't have an eight to five and do all this. Well, you also have to become a different person. Okay. You have to become somebody else. You know, Albert Einstein said insanity is doing the same things and expecting different results, right? And so that's the same thing here, you know? So you can't expect to be 100% where you are right now doing what you're doing right now if you want to live a separate life or a different life. So you have to go back and, you know, realize uh, to me, the easiest way to make some changes sometimes are exterior changes. Okay, so it could be, I know, I, you know, some of you know my story when I rented that dumpster and I cleared out my house, you know, of 17 years of baggage and, you know, I just cleared and made room or even in an office, you know, come into an office and redo your office, purge your closets, you know, things of that nature, more exterior or even yourself, you know, you said, you know, I wish I get a different haircut or I had a different type of wardrobe or whatever you want to do differently by yourself. You know, it was our exterior changes, but those exterior changes also help you to have a new identity. Let's face it, you know, sometimes if you dress a certain way and, you know, we're mainly women here tonight. We do have some guys, so I apologize for that. If I say something here that doesn't pertain to you, but even if we had, you know, different, uh, we put dress, uh, you know, different dress on and put makeup on and we got a haircut, you know, it just, you feel different just because that, right? So feel, think, feel of that, you know? So if you take exterior things like that can do such a big change, just imagine what other things can do, okay? So start picking up new habits. Instead of saying, oh, someday I'm going to blank, someday is now. And maybe start with something simple as, you know, rearrange your office, rearrange your house, you know, throw away a bunch of stuff, start purging things away. There's another thing that happens when you start purging things, you actually shift energy, okay? So you shift the energy. So by just cleaning up your office, it, I know that whenever I feel stuck in something, I start purging the garage or I does, or my closets or something, and I rearrange my garage. And, and that seems to free up a lot of other things, you know, just, or right now, you know, I'm trying to scale down. I'm trying to say, I don't need all this stuff, right? So the thing is just by doing that, I see things shifting. So one of the things I wanna say is um, um, 
start with something that is exterior to you and then move to the interior. You know, it's like when you're going to a rehab of a house, right? I always say you always start from the outside and then you move in. You want to make sure the roof is fixed. You want to make sure the walls, the foundation, all the stuff is fixed. And then you work on the inside because why would I go in and start painting and everything else if I still have leaks on the roof, you know? So that's the thing that you have to think about yourself. You're like a house. <laughs> and so maybe start from the outside, exterior things, and then move more and more towards the inside. If for you, it's hard to really move to the inside. And, and maybe, you know, everything on the outside is fine. You know, you are in the, your dream house and you like the clothes you wear and there is nothing there in your house that you want to rearrange. You know, maybe you have OCD in the first place or so nothing is out of place. So that's fine. And then <clears throat> start really thinking, what do I have to change within myself? Because the brain and the subconscious are the hardest things to reprogram and change. Okay, they're programmed to keep you safe. They're programmed to keep you within a certain comfort zone. Um, so, you know, whenever you have some new idea, that's why you have all this little voice and negative self-talk that says, no, 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 you don't need to do that. Why would you do that? Why, you know, you want to go there. And so that's why we have to really work on that. Okay. Um, and, and so another thing, so for example, going back to, when I started really this journey about self-discovery, you know, honestly, what happened is in 2007, when the housing crisis happened and the world as I knew it in real estate changed overnight, you know, well, not overnight, but the signs were there, but I was in denial for a long time. And, um, and then the people that I was really trusting the most in the business were the ones that betrayed the most, betrayed me the most, while well, they also betrayed themselves because couple of them ended up in jail but the thing is it just everything collapsed around me and um, so I had to sit back for a moment and figure out okay what am I going to do now what am I going to do next you know I got to the point where I didn't even want to be in real estate and um, so for a couple of years I really didn't do anything real estate related um, when I came back in 2009, because honestly, I needed to start making money again, I was running out of my funds. So I started doing things. But then at that po point also, I realized that I was a different person. You know, things, it was kind of a big humbling experience that got me to where I was before, to what I became after 2009 and realizing that I was not the same person that I was before. And those things that were important for me before were not important for me anymore. So what I had to do, so in the process, when I back into real estate and I started doing deals again, started making money, I went having to short sales. But in that process, I always found out that I was a different person and my goals were different and I wanted to live a different life. My priorities have shifted altogether uh, on a personal level as much as the professional level. And so... I had to, you know, and that took a few years after that to really kind of grasp the realization. Um, some things that were very, uh, that looking back now were really crucial for me that made some big changes was number one is the people I started associating myself with. You know, I started going around circle of people that were more inspiring to me at that point in my life, you know. 
um, some spiritual groups, some mindset groups. I went into, there was, I found a meetup. Meetup is a good source, by the way. I found a meetup, some groups that were business owners. They were looking more into more spirituality, I guess, after the collapse of 2007. So I started hanging around these different type of people and individual. And so that was one of the first things I did. Uh, the other thing that I did was, um, the second thing that I did was really honestly, this came a few years later, purging my house. I wish I would have done it sooner now that I know. Uh, but when I decided that I was going to rent this huge roofing dumpster and put it in my driveway and literally uh, I had three piles, you know, I had a dumpster, you know, junk, and then I had a Goodwill and then I had eBay or Craigslist, anything of value, right? And I went through this and I really cleared everything up. This was also because at that point I decided I was going to sell my house that I've been there for a long time. And uh, I was going to move to Florida, right, from the Midwest. So the other thing I would say, moving geographically was very important for me. Um, it really pushed me out of my comfort zone. It pushed me to grow as a person. And also, you know, I realized, obviously, moving from St. Louis to Florida, you know, everything went up twice or three times. I mean, whatever. At that point, I was, uh, my mortgage in St. Louis was very minimum compared to what I was going to pay in rent in Florida. It was less than half. And, um, and I had owned the house for a long time. So, you know, I bought back in the 90s. But with that said, I was like, I had to push myself because I now I needed to make more money. You know, I needed to definitely make more money. So that helped me to really grow into a different person and, uh, you know, push myself over the limit. So moving geographically, renting a dumpster, um, associating myself with the right people. I think those were the three crucial uh, things that I did to really get me myself to be a different person. Then obviously when you move down here, because moving geographically came with the fact that when I moved down here, I said, oh, my God, all my wardrobe is uh, burgundy black and dark brown, you know, and I'm, I'm in Florida, right? So, <laughs> so I was like, I, I gave away all my clothes and I decided I was going to start wearing bright clothes like I'm wearing today, you know. So I started wearing, so it's, everything changed from that point on, even stuff like that. Same thing with the furniture. You know, I had also this furniture There was this dark espresso color. And now I came to Florida. I said, oh, I like Tommy Bahama furniture. You know, so I started redoing my house. So things like that, it changed, you know, over the, not overnight, but it changed. But then it also changed me into the person I wanted to be, you know. So moving to Florida, then I realized I had over interest. I had over a hobby. I associated with different people. So it really helped me to to bring a persona, which also, even from an income point of view, you push yourself to the another envelope. Because let's say if in the Midwest, you can live comfortably at $10,000 a month here in Florida, you, you know, where I live, but you can't. So, you know, it's just like, okay, now I push myself that I need to raise my income and expectations, you know, on what I'm doing. So it really changed everything the way I was doing, okay? Um, so one of the things that can help you, and then we're going to shift into the momentum. One of the things that can also help you during the breakthrough is the number one, like I said, you work on the exterior stuff. Number two, then you start moving interior and you just do, let's say, work on visualization. What helps me a lot is visualization. 
okay? Seeing yourself living the life that you want to live down to the details, but also feeling that, you know, if you want to travel and you imagine yourself working from Airbnbs around the world and into your real estate business while you travel and do everything else, really feel how would that feel like? You know, how would it feel be to the south of France and work in the morning and then go to the market and then come back and work maybe in the afternoon while everybody's taking a nap, you know? And so how would that feel to have that type of life? right? How would you live that life? So you have to go in and really feel and live in the details. Um, the other thing is um, it takes 30 days to change a habit. Okay. Keep that in mind. So, you know, if there are some habits are harder than others, right? So, you know, for example, but you have to give 30 days. And if you stick past three weeks, you know, 21 days, it's more likely you're going to make it. Okay. The first two, three weeks are the worst. So for example, if you set yourself, okay, I want to go for, you know, walk every day, or I want to get a new hobby, or I want to change the way I eat or whatever you're going to do or get up earlier, you know, you have to really stick with it for the first two, three weeks. And it's going to be hard, right? It's going to be very hard. It's like when you do a diet, they always say the first three weeks are the hardest. So then if you make it over the the first three weeks, then it gets easier. So that's the thing. So when you do a habit, the first three weeks are hard. There is no doubt about it. But then the benefits are going to be there for you to stay. You know, when it's like, you know, it's like when you floss your teeth or brush your teeth every night, you know, you, you wouldn't imagine going to bed without brushing your teeth, right? Or you feel really super guilty if you don't one night. So the thing is, um, it's the same thing, you know, so these habits, grown so ingrained in you so visualization is also being something for me to change and rewire my subconscious um something that there is a book is called creative visualization and uh pick it up is on amazon really good book i've read i own it and i've read it several times over the years um and and that's really being always powerful for me you know just to go to that place that you enjoy, you know, have your go-to place. It could be um, a location in nature. It could be a building or some place that you know you you have been really happy there before. And so I always start going to that place. And so if you go, for example, on my website, thelauralamary.com, and you see the lighthouse on my header of the website, trust me, that's my favorite place, okay? That's uh, the Cape Florida lighthouse, which is at the end of Key Biscayne here in Miami. That's my go-to place. That's the place that when they give me general anesthesia, they say, think of a nice place you want to be. Well, that's it. Okay, so you guys know. And uh, so find a place. And so whenever you get depressed, discouraged, and everything else, you mentally go there. Okay, you mentally go there. So that's the thing that's very resourceful. So kind of you pivot, changing point for whatever frustration you have right now. So now let's switch back to momentum. So you start having a breakthrough, you start doing things, things are moving in the right direction for you. And, uh, and now how do you keep in the momentum, right? It's like, like changing and habits is the hardest things because you have to do it for three or four weeks. Also getting the momentum is going. It's like, you know, you're behind a car that you're trying to push and this car is flat dead and you push it. But then once it starts getting going, you know, it's actually hard to stop, right? 
So that's the same thing the momentum is. And actually, if you get in front of the car, when the car starts going, you're probably going to get hurt. So the thing is the same thing. Building the momentum is like pushing an old car. In the beginning, you have to do things. It's harder. You have to get it going. But when you get going, then you keep going. Like That's why I said to my students when they start posting, hey, you know, I got the property on the contract or I've sold this deal and all this stuff. I tell them, I said, okay, now keep going. Okay, you put the contract under a contract today, go out there and do another one. Don't sit around and just say, oh my God, I can't believe I put the contract and waste that energy, the momentum. Just go out there tomorrow and get another property under contract. Okay, push yourself because you want to build this momentum, right? The best way is when you are in this happy place mentally, uh, geographically, <laughs> whatever you be, this is easier for you to actually going to the next step in your life, you know, to, to try to visualize or to try to build from a place of hopelessness, hopelessness, despair, it's hard, if not impossible, you know, if you're right now, you're down and say, ah, oh, you know, you're negative, you, you have a lot going on, Just try to get out of your, that state first, okay, then from that state, then you can go into really, you know, you can't build a momentum if you are right now negative and hopeless, you know. So that's the thing. You have to get yourself at least out of that hole first, and then you can visualize. Then things are really going to gain speed and momentum, okay? So that's why I say when you are having something positive going on in your life, milk it, and that's where you need to get going. Um, so we talked about having the new habits and having a new identity, now, one of the things I also notice is um, that a lot of time when you start getting things going, you have this breakthrough and you start having the momentum going, then there is fear, you know, there is the fear of failure, but even more important, the fear of success. And that one is even, because fear of failure to me, you can kind of conquer it a little easier because once you start gaining the knowledge and you see things happening, you know, you can kind of prove it to yourself and you step out of it. The, the problem is with fear of success is when you see yourself becoming this different person, having this new identity, living this different life, making more money, having the things that you actually have dreamed and your goals, then you start getting this fear of saying, oh my gosh, now my life is going to change as I know it, you know? these people are not going to be around me anymore. I actually have to make new goals for myself. <laughs> um, so that's the fear of success is really letting go and really embracing the fact that you are moving in a different direction. You're going to be a different person and that's okay. And when I mean different, I don't mean you as a person, you know, don't, you know, there is no excuse for arrogance or being rude or not being kind. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about um, you just, you know, living a different type of life, the life that you want. You know, like if you want to live in a different place, you want to have a different house, you want a different uh, lifestyle, you, you know, your time to be your own during the day or traveling more or helping people, whatever you want to do, you are that person. I'm not saying you as a character to change. You know, I hate when people, when they start making money, then they become something else, right? I, 
that one there's no excuse for and I would never endorse that um I'm just saying you as a person because the thing is you can't help other people until you help yourself first you know it's women a lot of time we're trying to be you know we're nurturing and we want to help other people and we don't help ourselves but what that does it puts you in a position where you can't even help other people if you can't help yourself first so that's the thing you know it's like a lot of time you don't realize that you live you know, ever people live by your example you know um, your children, your, uh, you know, your grandchildren, your family, your friends, you know, yeah, in the beginning, they might say, what's she trying to do? Who is she trying to be? But then again, they're going to say, oh, you know, she's doing something. She's, she's being, so, you know, you, you realize other people live by your example, you know, so you become a leader in that, pla in that place. But the fear of success, I think, is honestly what I see the most in my students, more than the fear of failure. Fear of failure, they conquer it once they start doing deals and stuff like that. But then it's, it's like, oh my God, you know, it's, my life is changing. And now what? What do I do? Who am I? And that's why um, it's very important that you keep your goal in mind, you know. And, and goals to me are moving targets. You're going to change in your new identity, in your new venture as you're going. You're going to change who you are. I mean, you're going to change your goals. Okay. So what you think is important, trust me, if you, if you, today your goal is to make $10,000 a month, once you reach the $10,000, it will be 20. One is 20 is 50. Then, you know, because you have this money, you say, you know, why, why am I driving this car? I should be driving that car, you know, <laughs> or why am I doing this? Instead of staying, you know, at this hotel, I'm going to stay at this other hotel from now on. So there are things like that that change, obviously, because you're changing things in your life. And that's fine, you know, so, but have your goals and accept the fact that they're moving targets. Okay. They're going to move moving targets, but that's Okay. Because, um, you know, to me, I was actually talking with my husband today and I was like, you know, life for me is a journey, right? We're never going to get there. Where are we going to get to? The day we're going to get somewhere, we're going to die. Okay. <laughs> if that's the only destination that we have for sure. But everything else is a journey. Um, and, you know, embrace the fact that it's a journey, right? You, you get on a road trip and you don't know what's going to happen along the way. You're going to make the best of it. And hopefully you get to you know, whatever you want safely. Um, and, uh, and the other last thing I want to say, and then I would like to take some sharing here and some questions, is be careful about self-sabotage. We are so good at that, right? We are so good at really sabotaging ourselves. And uh, we don't do it, I think, consciously. Uh, we are doing it because, again, keeping us safe. Our brain and subconscious wants to keep us safe. So self-sabotage is a huge one. And I want to say to everybody here, you know, we all have 24-hour days. I don't think anyone here has an hour less or an hour more than I do or anybody else. You know, and if we want to see the top, you know, Jeff Bezos or any of the top billionaires in the world, you know, millionaire is not a big thing anymore. That's easy. It's the billionaire part that people are going. And they say in this lifetime, we're probably going to see uh, the first trillionaire. Uh, but the thing is, um, they had 24 hours like you, Ident you know, identical. So you have to really see at one point, okay? And, uh, you know, yeah, granted, then we say to ourselves, well, yeah, but, you know, when you start making all the money, then you have other problems. 
you know, you have to pay more taxes and stuff like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> all relative, you know, to what type of life you want to live too. But the thing is, they all have 24 hours a day. So, you know, a lot of you get lost in the weeds of doing things every day in a small scale. And you're never going to probably, let's put, not, I wouldn't say never. You're going to accomplish certain goals, but you're also going to hit certain ceilings. I certainly did. I came from this old school of saying, you know, I'll do everything I myself and nobody's going to do it as good as I am. And, uh, and I hit the ceiling, you know, after 10, 15 years in the real estate business, I got to the point where I hit the ceiling. And, you know, at that point, honestly, I was okay with that just because I was always wanted to keep myself safe, right? I didn't really want to change things too drastically in my life. Um, and, you know, and that goes beyond because of other things and personal life and so forth. Was I happy? Yes and no. Um, I was content for what I, I don't think I appreciated what I had enough. I wasn't grateful for what I've had. And now going back, I was like, what was wrong with me? I should have been so grateful already. Um, but the thing is, I also wanted to keep myself safe. I also wanted not to change things in my life, in my personal life, in my business life. I was okay with it. But I knew my potential was there and I could have done so much more. But at the same token, I definitely did a lot of self-sabotage. And that's why I'm aware of it now. And that's why I want to bring it to your attention so that you can spot that before it becomes, you know. When are you going to be okay with everything? Never. You're always going to change. You're always going to have different dreams. You're always going to have different goals. And that's part of your nature, okay? Because the, the day you're going to come to be con consistently content with everything, either you're a monk and you live up in the mountains in Tibet, or you're on your deathbed, okay? And you look back at your life and says, I'm ready to go. So those are honestly the two, only two times that you're gonna be totally fine with where you are. Anywhere else in between, at different degrees, you're gonna want to change some things, okay? That's part of where we are as humans. So great, well, I would like to take